you know, without that, if, if you're unhealthy, if you can't get off the couch, then you're not helping anyone. And so uh, I would just say in terms of building better people, you know, take care of yourself, take that time away from all the other daily activities to focus on you because those daily activities outside of that will benefit from the hour. Hey everybody, it's Coach Charlie. Welcome or welcome back to the Building Better People podcast brought to you by BoomFit. Thanks for listening today. And at the end of this episode, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. But more importantly, I hope the following interview inspires you to take the next step in your fitness journey. Enjoy. Thanks for having me, Charlie. Yeah. Um, My name is Jesse Durden. I'm a resident here of uh, College Station. Been here for roughly 20 years since I moved uh, here to go to A&M. Class of 04. Class of 04, just like you. Yeah. That's right. So uh, I've, I'm married. My wife, Megan, is also a member of the gym. Um, we have uh, four beautiful daughters. Uh, Harper's eight, Cameron's five, Everly is almost three, and our newest is Ashton, and she's seven. So I've got Seven work, months. Seven months. Yeah. Seven months, that's right. Um, I've got my work cut out for me at home. So. A lot of similarities. Yes, Same sir. class at A&M, four kids, you that's know. True. How long have y'all been married? 12 years now. Okay, so we're, so. Gonna, we're 11, so... Man, this is so cool just to kind of have you on the podcast today. So um, let's start with, you know, 20 years ago, right? You were in college and the rec center was like the mecca of gyms. Uh, I remember coming to A&M and at the time it was like really when I got into working out and walking in the rec center and it's even better now, but thinking to myself like, whoa, and you would be, I mean, you worked out. So tell me about kind of where you were in your fitness at that time in your life. Yeah, I had I had been in the gym and enjoyed the gym since seventh grade. You know, back in my small town, and we had lifted weights and done the running and athletics. That was fun. Um, when I got to A and M, obviously, yeah, we'd go to the rec, and it was unbelievable. And there was you know more people in the rec than I you know, had in my high school. You know, I mean, it was just a sight to be seen. Um, you know, when I was in college, I didn't care much about what I ate, how much I drank. Um, you know, and then working out was kind of vanity muscles and, you know, a lot of inconsistency in that. And I think when you're, you know, 18 to 22, you can kind of get by with that. Um, but, uh, shortly after that, you know, took a job, went to, what was your fitness like, or what was your body composition like in college? Yeah. In college, you know, it's probably, I was around, uh, 225 pounds, um, you know, not lean muscle. Uh, I, I, I can build muscle fairly easily. Um, I was a little top heavy. I had, uh, you know, built the shoulders and the arms and the chest cause I didn't want to do, you know, I didn't want to squat. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, squat days were Monday and I remember always thinking, Oh, Monday, you know, I, I'll skip today and we'll go Everybody tomorrow. did bench press on Mondays at the rec. <laughs> right. Right. I tried to do squat <laughs> just go. cause the benches yeah. were, you know, uh, occupied. So, uh, but you know, since then, uh, just big transformation. Were you 225 in high school or I was 225 so, in high school. Yeah. Did you play sports? I did. I okay. played football. Okay. Know, so it was, uh, strong. It was an okay. Yeah. It was an okay weight for me. Yeah. Um, I've been down, um, gosh, I guess this was 2005. I was down to 192. 
post like the end of college right right after college kind of getting ready to get married and um i was interning in houston and did a lot of running and eat ate really well and um you know in houston that summer uh just it it rained every afternoon about four o'clock i'd be on the track about five o'clock and it was just like a steam you know steam room that you'd run around and and do push-ups and and jogging and stuff so lost a lot of weight then um and then just over the years have have certainly gained it back hit 30 kind of started saying okay this is a different metabolic rate than I'm used to, you know, I can't quite do, uh, quite, I can't eat what I used to eat and get away with it. What inspired apart from the wedding, the weight loss in 2005, just a general desire to be healthy. Um, you know, I, I, I enjoy being active. I enjoy living life and, you know, to do that, whether it's with your wife or your friends or at your work or with your kids, I mean, you've got to feel good. And so, uh, health and nutrition is obviously, um, I think some of the keys to that. And just running mainly and eating healthier at that point. Yes. How long did did you keep that weight down? Probably, uh, a year and a half, two years. Wow. Yeah. And then it started slowly creeping up. It did. It did. And I, I hit around probably 220, um, when I was. 30 years old yeah and uh had noticed some changes and and just you know different feeling um than than before and stopped running or kept running stopped running um you know really got out of the gym for a while and just focused on career and uh and family but then at 30 i said you know i need to do something about this and Mm -hmm. I, i was i was stressed i was tired um you know, and at 30 years old, you're not used to being dragged down by your health. You know, I wasn't. Yeah. And so, um, started training, uh, with a personal trainer, did a lot of lifting, a little bit of running, um, a lot of Olympic, Olympic. This was in Houston. This was back here in college. Oh, back here in college. So what Mm -hmm. made you think get, you know, you're 30, you worked out for so long. What made you think get a personal trainer? Like, as opposed to, get a membership at Gold's is, is just accountability. You know, I had had, um, Gold's memberships before and, uh, I, I don't mind, uh, someone pushing me. I like that, uh, coaching side. I like the accountability and I also am, am so busy in the other parts of my life that when I show up to the gym to, to think that I can put together a program for myself that will, you know, be varied and, and I mean, that's not what I do. So uh, getting some input uh, from the trainer at that time was yeah. uh, really valuable. How did that work? I mean, how long did you work out with the trainer? I, probably uh, five years. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she was a, an interesting lady, and she, uh, I grew a lot. Like and size? Size-wise, yeah. I, I can put on a lot of muscle mass very quickly. And, um, I mean, I was up to 240, 245, and you know, very strong. I, I, you know, bench pressed 365 pounds and wow. squatted over 400. I mean, just crazy stuff that I couldn't even do when I was a young man. Um, but I, I guess I got tired of, of that and, uh, wanted to lose, you know, you, you look at 245 pounds and carrying that, um, as you get older, it's, you know, it's, I don't think it's healthy or sustainable. So I wanted to trim back down to the, hopefully the lower 200s. I mean, that's, squatting over 400 pounds or 400 period and benching 365 is like um, yeah. how'd y'all do it like what was the just doing a lot of squat and bench 
Yeah, we did a lot of squat and bench, a lot of deadlift, front squats, back squats. You're on a powerlifting uh, program, basically. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, a lot of planks. I, I had uh, part of my journey is really uh, recovery from some uh, some back injuries that I yeah. experienced early on, and uh, I had one back surgery, trimmed uh, one of my uh, discs in my lower back, and recovered from that well. But a few years later, had more back pain, had another bulging disc. And uh, actually had a an older friend of mine that went in for a you know routine back surgery, got a blood clot and passed away. And I said, you know, huh. this isn't just something that you go into uh, lightly. And I said, let's try something else. And fitness, nutrition, and physical therapy at that time got me got my core stronger, and uh, helped me put you know the building blocks together to 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 grow. How did you feel in that season in terms of health? Like, would you say you felt healthy? I felt healthy, but I, I did feel heavy. I mean, I, I worried about carrying too much muscle. And, and again, it's so easy for me to put put on muscle mm-hmm. mass, um, you know, shedding that kind of visceral fat and all of the, uh, you know, kind of trimming up has always been the biggest challenge for me, partly because of diet, but also just is my genetics. Yeah, so, you're yeah. just a thick framed yes, guy. Yes, What? You'd never gotten up to 245 previous like in high school or anything no, or squatted no. 400 or... no no i might have squatted 400 but I'm, I'm i mean it was i don't remember how much i squatted a few years back but so at 35 you decided to kind of switch gears right and what did right. you do different well i i said let's go to golds yeah you know and i got a gym and i uh, i got a gym membership and i did uh golds fit and golds burn and enjoyed those classes uh to a degree i i really enjoyed golds burn because it helped me you know, it's a high intensity interval yeah. training. And, um, you know, I lost a little bit of weight there, but still struggle with the consistency. And, uh, when I was there, great workouts, but, uh, the problem was getting there on a regular basis. Um, and so honestly with the, you know, coronavirus hit, they closed the gym and, um, I was going through some things with my family at the time that, mm-hmm. you know, I couldn't work out anyways. Uh, but when things opened back up, I was ready to go back to the gym and yeah. ready to hit these classes hard. And, uh, then they didn't open up their classes. And right. that's when I called you and said, Charlie, I got, I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Yeah. So let's talk about, I think a lot of people can relate to not having time. Like having that, whether it was a gym membership or, uh, you know, in here you are 38 ish years old, you see a lot of value in working out. Like being healthy is very important. However, you're even paying for a gym membership. And this is probably people go through this in their 20s, 30s, 40s and beyond. But not having the time. So explain that to me right. for, for so I can understand or the listener can sure, understand. Sure. And and I imagine you can relate. I mean, we my wife and I operate three different businesses. We have four kiddos, you know, work life balance, whatever that is, we, we try to, you know, pour into our kiddos. We try to be involved in the church and nonprofits and, you know, things that, that provide that uh, kind of longer term value for the community. And, and for our kiddos and you know you start trying to put all those things together and and excel and, and work and you know try to be the best dad you can be and the best husband you can be you you, re- you li- realize very quickly that if you don't feel well if you're tired when you get home you know that that those opportunities go away and mm-hmm. uh so that 
I would say that's the motivating factor that brought me to you was, mm-hmm. was just feeling better, getting my energy back, being accountable. Mm-hmm. The first time we met, I said, so, you know, I didn't know anything about CrossFit. Yeah. I'd heard horror stories. <laughs> I said, I'll never do that. Um, and, and for the record, I've actually loved it. It's been, it's really, uh, it's been the best gym experience I've ever had. Um, but I asked you when, when I first walked in, I said, you know, so how many, days a week do we do these crazy exercises and you said well we'd like you to come basically every day of the week you know <laughs> and i just i i never imagined i'd hear that that response but that mentality you know has gotten me here four to five days a week which and now you know i wanted it to be habitual it's become a habit and uh you know i really enjoy coming in so i love you sharing that because you know it, it i see it almost like aa you know, my I, I've never been a part of AA, but I've actually spoken to people who have. And when I heard how AA functions, I thought, man, that's fantastic. They have a meeting every day mm-hmm. at various times a day. And these people who need that support show up every day. And, you know, I think it's very similar. You know, it's like a workout is it's a daily it's like your armor, right? That's right. Your daily armor mm-hmm. to keep you healthy. And so, um, and then second to that is, how have you found the ability to make time? Because if, if you've been, you know, I don't think you're, I think you're still fulfilling all those areas that you try to fulfill every day, but you know, what's the switch? Like, how can you, um, carve out time, you know, from when it, it seems really hard and almost impossible for a season, Mm -hmm. whether it's a month, a decade, and then all of a sudden have a flip where it's like, okay, we, I'm going to make time for this. I've found over the years, and, and I've been fortunate in, in owning my own businesses that, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a morning person. I wake up early, um, usually at the office before everyone else, kind of get the day laid out, get questions answered, and, and get people off on the right track. And then love coming to the gym about 9 or 9.30. Uh, my body is awake at that time. My breakfast is digested. I'm ready to go. Um, I can sneak out of the office, uh, do my workout, shower, and be back before lunch, and then have another four, five, six hours of work at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so professionally, that's kind of how I manage that. And then you know the ability to uh, here in, in a small town to to go home, see the kiddos for lunch, or go visit them at school or whatnot is, is always something that we try to do. And then, but be you know, most importantly, when you get home in the evening to have that energy to, you know, get on the floor and, and play with the kids and, you know, take them outside on a walk and all those things that um, become very meaningful and part of their life as well. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'll add to it a little bit because I feel like, you know, being in the same stage of life, I know what going home or living with four kids is like. <laughs> And it's almost like this becomes an outlet, right? Like a release every day. And it's not like you're here raging because that's not what it is. Mm -hmm. And that's not what it is for me. But it is, there is an expression that your body gets to have physically Mm -hmm. in a workout that's very Mm -hmm. physical and intense or um, therapeutic that kind of almost makes just all the stuff that happens in that crazy house a little bit more manageable, you Absolutely. know, yeah. and it's still, you don't get me wrong. I still have a short fuse with certain right, incidents right. and, um, four kids is hard, you yeah, know? Yeah. It's, it's constant chaos. And I don't know if it's a, a daughter or a, a girl thing, but they're always talking, you know, <laughs> and nobody's listening and it's just, uh, 
it's it's a really a wild circus um but it is interesting and i agree with what you said you know for me coming to the gym um is is really one of the only places where i can step out of the roles that i have where i feel like i have a responsibility to someone else and i can kind of focus on myself and then have that leadership and i say you know from you guys and say you know um you know i'm gonna make the most out of this workout I'm at an age now where, um, you know, I'm not trying to bench press a bunch of weight or do, you know, a bunch of power snatch or, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to be here every day, uh, make it habitual, have a good workout, but not overdo it. And so far, you know, I've been here maybe three months now. It's, it's been working. Yeah. So tell me the, the bulging discs you mentioned earlier, the back, the previous flares, and now for three months, like how do you approach a workout? Like if you see something on the board, like what goes through your brain? Mm -hmm. How do you prevent further injuring, knowing that you also are a powerhouse that can squat (laughs) if you train it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, How do you, how do you, what's your mindset going into a workout? I've learned over the years, mostly through physical therapy when I was, you know, 30 years old that um, you know, to listen to your body and, and to understand the components of your muscle structure and your uh, skeletal structure and all those things. And honestly, I have a regimen of stretching that eliminate, it really has eliminated, knock on wood, basically all back problems that I've had. Um, so I try to do that regimen three or four times a week and it, it works wonders. And when I show up to the gym, you know, we do, you guys do a good job of getting us warmed up and going through the progressions. And so when it's time to, you know, hit the clock, then we're ready to go. How do you approach like strength work? Cause we do strength work. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm assuming, do you still have the same strength that you had five years ago? No, I'm, I'm down so, a bit on strength. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and I am too. Okay. I'm 38. And I'm okay know. with that. Yeah, that's right. So, okay. Yeah. So that's what I want you to speak yeah. to. Um, you know, take a runner, for example, like, you know, once upon a time they ran a three and a half hour marathon mm-hmm. and then they run a marathon in four hours, right? Mm-hmm. You have two people, one who's going to be mentally defeated, discouraged, walk away and kind of, or the other who is kind of sounds like what you're, so how do you, how do you process that in, at this age? Sure. Um, that's a, that's a great question. Um, just, you know, for me, uh, body image has never been a reason to come to the gym. It's been, uh, an outlet for stress. It helps me navigate the other parts of life really well. Um, and so, um, I, I guess just, uh, you know, enjoying the benefits of workouts after they happen. You know, when I go home this evening, I'm, I'm going to be uh, less tired than I would if I didn't work out here at four o'clock in the hundred degree heat. How does that work? You know, right. but, but you go home and you feel that and you're invigorated. And, um, so I just try to keep my eye on the, that picture. Um, not here to, you know, impress anybody with the weight that I'm doing. I'm not here to, um, you know, I mean, routinely I'm the guy in the sweat, uh, you know, pull a sweat on the ground. <laughs> you know, that's where you find me at this gym. But, um, but I enjoy it, and, and it's that outlet. And um, yeah. so, a while back, Megan did the six-week challenge. This was a while ago. Yes, um, and I think it's worth kind of speaking to because at the time you weren't here, maybe you were doing burn at that time. Mm-hmm. That's right. Listening to your story now, um, did her nutritional changes influence you? Absolutely. And how so? Absolutely. So, 
when I watched Megan uh, go through the the uh, six week challenge and in you know, I wouldn't say I studied the nutrition program, but I listened to what she was going through and talking about, you know, the importance of protein and when carbs are appropriate and things like that. And, you know, it was really, again, it was like you saying work out five or six days a week. Like it just blew my mind that, that you could, you know, uh, function at a, at a higher level with fewer carbs, you know? And, uh, so at that point, we both um, kind of went on the search for good nutritional, you know, protein shakes and protein bars and really counted the carbs and said, these are, you know, these are the snacks that while they appear healthy, they're working against what, yeah. um, what the goal is. And, and I have, you know, I've, I do blood work all the time and I have some insulin resistance and things like that. So for me, much like Megan has type 1 diabetes, every carb that we take in, you know, we've got to, we've got to counteract that carb with more and more insulin and insulin just basically um helps you store fat so so there's this kind of trickle so you have more knowledge i I would say than the average person based on what you just said you know because i think a lot of people understand carbohydrates maybe i don't need a lot of them Mm -hmm. because they're not bad like that's the thing is but um there's a sensitivity to them you know uh there is, you know, being diabetic, I think they're they're the most educated person mm-hmm. on truly what insulin does, car- how carbohydrate impacts right. insulin. So for you, having that education, how does it affect what you eat day to day? Um, you know, <laughs> I uh, I still have off days. Um, you know, I would say once a week I, you know, eat two or three bad meals in a day, and I just, you know, I feel uh, I feel a little bit. Um, uh, frustrated, I guess that that I let myself do that. But um, generally, day to day, just very successful with um, you know we we drink the premier protein shakes that are those are great. You know, high thirty grams of protein, very few carbohydrates. I'll drink maybe a couple of those a day. I might have a premier protein bar, all mm-hmm. available at Sam's Club. So yeah. that's nice. Um, you know, we'll do some of the egg whites and uh, you know turkey sausage and things like that um just really every meal just trying to eat meals without carbs because you're still getting carbohydrates now if you know you're going to work out or you just finished a workout yeah we might grab a luna bar that has 25 grams of carbs and and i don't feel bad about that yeah but um if if you're not working out and uh you know if you don't absolutely have no other choice you know just just focus on the proteins and and the the lean proteins specific how what challenges do you face with nutrition like if you're to say right now what's your biggest struggle uh i'd say two things one is uh you know i have a sweet tooth i enjoy sugary you know uh cakes and brownies and things like that that if they're around i typically eat them and Mm -hmm. so just just uh, not uh not having those around helps um, and the other thing is, you know, at work, you know, folks are like, Hey, let's go to lunch. You know, I get a lot of, I have a lot of lunch meetings mm-hmm. and you, you really can't go out to eat lunch and eat well. It's like but, 98% bad right, food out there. Right. <laughs> maybe, you know, maybe Salada or Jason's Deli or something, but you know, like you said, 98% of the places you're going to go are going to limit those healthy options. And so, um, I've honestly tried to, to have fewer lunch meetings. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I try to do breakfast meetings now where I can, we can have eggs and, you know, uh, ham or bacon or something and, and a cup of coffee and and call it good. So, you know, 
I think this will speak to married couples, right? I, I, I know you guys are parenting four kids, married 12 years. Again, very similar season of life as Alicia and I. Um, how has this kind of health journey for you guys been, right? How can you, how, how can you encourage her, right, mm-hmm. without being that guy, mm-hmm. right? And how can she do the same for you, right? Because you guys are on this together, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, this is... Your end goal, you wouldn't be here if you didn't have an end goal of being healthy for your family, for your kids, longevity, all those things. Right. Um, but how does that dynamic work in the home and in, in the marriage specifically? That's that's a great question. I'll, I'll try to answer it <laughs> maybe with a, uh, a conversation that we had just a couple of weeks back when Megan started here. Um, we were both working out at 9.30 in the morning, and that and that was great. And and she came home one day and said, why don't you talk to me at the gym? And I said, well, I, I don't want to be that guy that's, you know, hugging and kissing his wife at the gym and people are trying to work out. They don't want to see that. And she said, well, I, you know, come talk to me, support me. <laughs> and so I'm still learning a lot about that. Yeah. But, um, but, but hearing her say that, you know, I'm, I'm becoming uh, more open to that. And, you know, for, for Megan and supporting me, uh, just not giving me a hard time if I have to work out and then come home at 6 p.m. instead of 5 p.m. You know, she'll she's very accommodating, even though she has her hands full. And, uh, you know, just that, that kind of quiet support it, is great. It's so That's so much, you know, it's the same thing like Saturday mornings. So we don't do the child care anymore um, since we reopened mm-hmm. on Saturdays because mm-hmm. I used to almost like it was kind of like, hey, you know, you can have the morning. I'll bring the kids. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now it kind of became like, I'm looking around. I kind of want to come, but I don't want to. And so, you know. Absolutely. But, you know, when she says, hey, you can go, it's like, whew. but it's yes. the same. Like, yes. if I didn't get a chance to work out at some point in the day, like I had liked to, right? even not, not um, being accommodating is a better word for a later workout, you know, sure. is good. And, sure. you know, we started now on Saturdays, we'll do a switch, right? So I'll come at 830 or mm-hmm. she'll come at 830. I'll bring the kids. She'll jump in and I'll do the 930. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but perfect. It, you have to encourage one another, you know, without sure. um, without nagging the other person too. Sure. And, you know, we're, we're done having kids, you know, so Megan's interested in getting into the best shape she can be in. You know, from a stress perspective and change perspective, things are, you know, relatively um, flat. I mean, things are, uh, other than COVID and all of this nonsense, it's, you know, our life has, has smoothed out quite a bit. And so that helps too. And, mm-hmm. and just uh, establishing that routine and rhythm. And uh, yeah. yeah. So do you guys, because you all have, again, four kids, do they see like how do you think they see this play out? Health, oh, oh. working out, nutrition, like oh, they see it. Yeah, they see it play out. I mean, w- when I joined the gym three months ago, Charlie, I was, uh, I had I had hit two fifty, but I had maybe worked off three or four pounds, and uh, you know my my girls are sweet and they love me, but they said, Daddy, your your belly is big. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I said, yeah, I know, honey. I'm sorry. We've been through some stuff this year, and, uh, and Daddy hadn't had a chance to, you know. I've been stress, you know, I tell him this, stress eating, you know, yeah. you know all of all these excuses. Yeah. And uh, so I said, you know what we'll do? I said, I'm going to go back to the gym, 
and uh, you know it's funny because every week or so you know they'll walk in and and I'll be changing clothes whatever they say daddy you look a lot better you know and so that feels really good Um, I've dropped 16 pounds you know in three months and could do better if I if I yeah. was a little bit more regimented in my routine and, and diet. I could do more, so I'm excited about that. But um, yeah, they they see it from the physical perspective, um, which is really interesting. Seeing you know that through the eyes of a child and, and how they describe it, um, but also my energy levels. I mean, there's no doubt that uh, Dad is a lot more present now than he was you know, a few months back. And you, I mean, so. you're a young guy. Like, I mean, absolutely. 38. Is, are you 38? Yes. 30? Okay. Yes. 38 is in my mind, right? Kind of, I'm biased. I'm 38. Right. But we're young. Like, right. you know, and, and to feel like, maybe you remember, maybe, you know, maybe you're in that transition, you know, from where you were three or four or six, seven months ago mm-hmm. to where you are kind of coming up now. But to feel that way every day, right, at 38, right, compared to where you're going, because right. three more months, that's 16 more pounds. Like, the way I see it play yeah. out, I'm like, yeah. man, if this guy just keeps going, like, there's no telling sure. what'll happen. Sure. You know, all that happens is really you just continue to become healthier, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, when I hit 225, here's the deal that I've made with my oldest daughters. I'm going to shave my goatee. Oh, wow. So if you see me in the gym and I've shaved, that's going to be a big that's... milestone. I'm four pounds away right now. So. Oh, so you're hitting it, man. Yeah, that's I'm, great. I'm, I'm well on my way. So. so if there's, you know, a guy who's very similar to your story, right, has, has a busy life. You know, home life, work life, um, church life, just mm-hmm. everything, burning it at both ends. But he's putting the the health on the back burner because it's the easiest thing. This is the thing: right. the body will do amazing things, right. and it's going to show up every day, even when you're neglecting right. what you you know. Right. Unlike your wife, like you neglect her long enough, she's not going to put up right. with it. Right. Your right. body, however, will. Right. You know, what do you tell that guy to open his eyes, wake him up, get him back in? Yeah, that's a a great question. Um, And I'm a a real believer now in in the power of fitness and what it does for you. Not just, it doesn't just make you feel better. It actually makes you function better. Um, and, And so for me, I stopped looking at it as something that I wanted to do to make myself better. And I look at it now as something that I have to do so that I can function well and and excel in these different areas that are important to me and that make us money and that do all these other things without that fitness component i i cannot do that i don't have the Mm. the the mental clarity and the uh, you know the physical stamina to to push hard and compete and do those things that i enjoy to do in a professional realm so i would say you know if you're if you're serious about um you know, grabbing life by the horns and whether that's professionally or with your family or whatever adventure you're on, you, you need to be fit. You need to at least be on that journey. And, yeah. and, it's, and it is a journey. I mean, you know, I, I don't know if there's ever a destination really for me. I don't know if I'll get there, but, um, but working, you know, every day to, to just get a little bit better. I enjoy that. It's like marriage, you know, it's like faith, you know, there really isn't a destination and there's highs and lows Mm -hmm. all throughout parenting, you know, it's all very similar. So I ask this question every time I do the podcast, it's the title, which is building better people. So that 
statement is what gives me purpose in what I do because I believe that what we do goes beyond the gym, right? It goes beyond pull-ups or deadlifts or running. It's that when people come and what they do here is exercise, right? They become healthier. They become a better version of themselves. So my question for you is, and you've named so much of these things, but um, can you kind of summarize how that's true for you? And not just in your experience here, but mm-hmm. over your life when it comes to working out. Um, yeah, so I guess kind of kind of reiterating a couple of things that I've said to answer that question. Um, you know, I think people want to feel good, um, you know, physically. Um, they want to be proud of themselves for being disciplined and treating their bodies well and, and enjoy the benefits of that, uh, that, that good diet and nutrition. And when you feel good about what you're doing, you're able to do a lot more for other people at the same mm-hmm. time. And so, um, you know, without that, if, if you're unhealthy, if you can't get off the couch, then you're not helping anyone. And so uh, I would just say in terms of building better people, Take care of yourself. Take that time away from all the other daily activities to focus on you because those daily activities outside of that will benefit from the hour, hour and a half you spend here at the gym. Once again, thanks for listening. If you live in Bryan College Station, we would love for you to come to our gym and start with one of our programs. If you're interested in more information about our services or a free trial, visit us at boomfitbcs.com. That's boomfit.com bcs.com